I've really been about this quote that says, when you see something, say something. And I got to say something about Miss Khloe Kardashian. Because Sweetie got the game real messed up. How do you have a show about weight loss, but you sitting here fat shaming this girl because she hurt your feelings because she cheated with your already cheating baby daddy who cheated with you and cheated on you while you were pregnant? I, I cannot. But I also cannot with Twitter. At Black Connoisseur 2 said, I know damn well Khloe Kardashian, Silverback Gorilla Bill, LG Refrigerator, did not call Jordan Woods fat, because I'll be damned. Insert Nene Leaks gift. And that is creative. That took some thought and that took some effort. And if nothing else, Twitter is free comedy i hope it never changes i saw chloe and her sisters really attacking this black woman because what's new and i had to say something because i am tired of it and another thing i'm tired of with them is just the white privilege that just oozes from everything they do let's talk about miss kimberly who recently went out her face was one race her legs was another race and that reminded me of a cardi b lyric she was like shawty say it's all real why the thighs don't match why the thighs don't match kimberly but you know some things just write themselves so i'll leave that there what i really want to talk about with miss kimberly is the fact that she trying to trademark kimono which is a word that belongs to the Japanese culture. And I don't know if she became Japanese overnight, but last time I checked, baby is white. And Armenian, as some people would say, but she white and a little spicy white. Y'all can drag me for that, cancel me for that. I don't care. She's spicy white plus white, so white squared. Anyway, Miss Kimberly was trying to trademark the word kimono. And to me, that's, colonizer at a thousand i am going to steal your culture and you can't do nothing about it because i'm kim mf and kardashian and that just blows me but you know what i'm not gonna dwell on them the reason i mentioned them is because who best to lead a conversation about white privilege than the family who embodies it This is the podcast that you'll never look back on. Oh, oh, it's Rebel Radio, and now let's get to the show. So, about a week ago, week ago, Illinois approved recreational marijuana, which I'm very happy about because I know from someone who was on the front lines with this whole process that there was some pushback from lawmakers when organizers said they also wanted the records expunged and they wanted that to be a component of the legalization. But thankfully, it got passed and it went through. However, I have concerns. So when we think about marijuana, we have to think about some of the social implications that come with that. And what I mean by that is that when white people use marijuana, they're just seen as being free and exploring. But when black people, us, we use marijuana, we're seen as less than. 
And I guess that's just a really big concern of mine that even though it's going to be technically legal, is it going to be socially legal? And what are some of the parameters that they're going to put in place? And another thing that concerns me is the displacement of local business owners. I'm not going to say drug dealers because to me, they're business owners. And... I just have concerns that they're going to be displaced by big businesses who are going to jump on this whole legalization wave and then start taxing marijuana and just do these little things that will put the local business owners out of business, essentially. And maybe that's just me being pessimistic, but it seems like anytime black people make a stride, there is always some hidden costs. So we have to keep an eye out for that. In today's episode, which is called I Want It To Be Resourceful, I am going to talk about how I'm using the resources at my disposal to understand this very pressing social issue of legal marijuana. That, my friend, is the sound of a paintbrush, which means it's time for Art Echo. Check, check it out, here's what I'm gonna talk about Let's talk about the weed and the things you need Because I don't believe that we really gonna be free No, I don't believe that it's freedom for weed Yeah, that's all I got <laughs> That's a whole lot of art In order to allow all of it to digest Let's take a passing period into the next segment this is called Rebel Radio, so it should incorporate more music. And sometimes our echo will be me reading poems, and sometimes I'll be freestyling, probably very rarely. But, you know, I really want to be experimental with Rebel Radio and push myself out of my own comfort zone because I don't really freestyle because I don't feel like I do it that well. But, you know, it's all a learning journey. And now back to the topic at hand because I tend to go on 10. The reason why I wanted to throw in that 90s beat on today's episode is because the 90s was really the heart of the crack epidemic and the war on drugs. And I think that's a very important point of context when we talk about contemporary issues that have to do with drugs because we can't gloss over that and we can't gloss over the way that drugs in the black community have been portrayed negatively but when white people use drugs oh they're being free i.e woodstock but you see when we used them we were just crackheads and thugs and miscreants and all those negative connotations and i know a lot of people say that's in the past but i feel like that's still today recently as recently as this week we saw this white teenager selling drugs and she gets a magazine cover and she gets labeled an entrepreneur whereas a black teenager doing the exact same thing is labeled a criminal and he doesn't get a magazine cover he gets a mugshot. I really wanted to get this conversation started because I feel like it's a very important and necessary conversation we need to have as more states legalize recreational marijuana. But since we only have 10 minutes, there's not enough time to talk about it on the episode, which is why you should talk about it on the blog. 
I came to tell you about a way that you can continue engaging with today's topic. If something really stood out to you or shocked you or pissed you off, go to rebelmedia.com backslash rebel-radio and hit the button that says leave a comment to leave a comment about what stood out to you. Let's talk about drinks, baby. Let's talk about Liberty Creek. Let's talk about the pink Moscato in the bottle from Walgreens for just $7. As always, apologies in advance for my horrible singing, but I wanted to transition into another change we have at Rebel Radio. So from here on out, 303 will be solely focused on music that is vaguely related to the topic at hand. So here are three summer tracks you can jam to while responsibly consuming some lovely alcohol. One, Megatron by Nicki Minaj. And since she mentioned it in the song, you gotta get drunk drunk off the Moscato. Two, Every Kinda Way by her. And when I listen to that, I feel like that's a Capriccio Sangria type of song. And three, Got Me by Dreamville with specific focus on Dreezy's verse. And she says, how I end up at your crib, marijuana decisions. And I feel like that's a song you can get high to or you could drink some Svetka vanilla with lemonade. That's my recommendation and you should take it because it's a great one. Although our 10 minutes is up, I would like to thank you for indulging me in this eighth iteration of the rebel radio and i would like to encourage everyone to drink responsibly and to go to the blog because y'all really don't be visiting blog street and it hurts my feelings but thank you to my rowdy rousing regal rebels for tuning in and supporting this rebel with a cause on her journey to debunking culture and difference until next time